Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. Hi there, and welcome to the fourth episode in the second series of my Tough Love Energy podcast. Now, today's podcast and the topic of today's podcast is I don't know, is there something in the air? But in recent weeks, this has been by far the most common requested topic that you wanted me to cover. And it all centers around the theme and concept and idea and notion of procrastination. So I thought in today's podcast, I'm going to address this and and answer the question why some of us do things today and some of us will always put them off until tomorrow. Now, I have the potential to annoy some people. And while some of you may be nodding away furiously going, yes, tell us something we don't know. um, I'm talking about it in the context of being one of life's doers. I'm an action taker. I like to have a deadline. I always like to have something to aim for and to achieve. And if I'm being totally honest, which, of course, I usually am in this podcast, I like to do what I need to do well ahead of time. I have even been known, and this is a confession, I have even been known to write out a to-do list just so that I can immediately put a pronounced tick beside each of the completed tasks. Now, I know there's a hint of OCD in that, but that is a good reflection of my desire to get things done quickly and ahead of time. But I have friends, real life people, friends who actually prefer to leave things until the very last minute. I mean, for the love of God and all that's holy, why would you do that to yourself? I don't understand many things, but that one has to be right at the top of my list. Now, whenever I question my friends on this, they tell me it's because they work best under pressure which again is an alien concept to me, but I'm willing to um, I'm willing to accept that that is true in their case and in their situation. And look, at despite me mocking their ways, I do accept that for many people, it's not always a case of leaving it until the last minute, but it is always a case of it being definite procrastination, something which we have all faced at one point or another in our lives. It's quite human for us to consider not to do something simply because we don't want to. But it's the why we don't want to that I want to investigate and explore a little bit more. Whenever I've been at my most productive and feeling satisfied and yes, possibly even a little bit smug, I'm reminded why for me procrastination never works. 
But first, let's understand exactly what it is we're talking about when we talk about procrastination. Procrastination is the act of delaying or postponing a task or set of tasks. It is the practice or habit of avoiding urgent tasks, despite the inevitable, undesirable consequences looming ahead of us. When people procrastinate, they often defer or delay priorities. And instead, they focus on less important, more attractive and much simpler duties. It's that energy that prevents you from following through on what you set out to do. So you do nothing until you have to do something. Think maybe of procrastination as another form of self-sabotage. Your fear of failure or of being seen to fail. Your concern of being judged or laughed at or your anxiety of not feeling or being good enough all overpower your desire or need to get things done. And despite what we might all have been told in the past, procrastination is about more than just being lazy or even it's about more than feeling unable to manage your time better. So you can stop feeling bad about your propensity to postpone or to put things off. There's a reason why you're doing it. It's not laziness. It's not about bad time management. It's often a much more profound problem. And yet before you dismiss yourself as being a lost cause, the good news is that you can definitely work on it and overcome it. So to help, let's try and find which of these three types of procrastinators you might be. So the first are the buzz seekers, those who chase the thrill of putting off tasks until the very last minute and believe, firmly believe that they work best under intense pressure. The second group I think of as being the dodgers, those who procrastinate just so that they can escape being judged on how they perform. If I don't do it, nobody will know I can't do it. That's the way that they think. The third and final type of procrastinators are waverers, those who experience real difficulty making significant or stressful decisions, usually, usually because they're deliberating over a variety of options and are unable to reach or commit to a final conclusion. So why do we procrastinate so much? Well, the truth is that people procrastinate for lots of different reasons. You're likely to be a procrastinator if you have in the past been at the receiving end of excessive pressure or unkind or unnecessary or unwarranted pressure from other people. For example, expectations for excellence from your parents, from your caregivers, from your teacher. They, they have the potential and they can, in fact, put us right off achieving certain things. And equally, if you've been told you're not good enough, the chances are you don't feel good enough and you certainly don't want or won't want to set yourself up for failure. In that case, yet again, it'll feel easier to do nothing. Yet, whenever we resist doing something, there's usually a pretty good reason, even if it doesn't always make logical sense to us at first. So some of the most common reasons behind procrastination that I've come across include low self-esteem and self-worth. And actually, you know, if you think of the previous podcast on um, self-esteem, it, it, it covers and addresses that as well, as does lack of confidence, which I can see is also a very common reason why we procrastinate. 
But the fear of failure is a real one. And so too is the fear of success. I'm afraid if I achieve it, if I do it, if I get it, that that'll bring its own set of problems, that people, that I'll make myself more visible, that I'll be putting my head above the parapet. You know, there's lots of other variations of our fear of failure that address and, and point to our fear of success. So think about that as well. The fear of being judged and criticized. Wow, wow, don't we all know what that feels like? Chasing perfectionism. Now, perfectionism is something that comes up a lot when we, we think about procrastination because we're constantly waiting. I'll, I'll release that. I'll publish that. I'll let that out into the world. I'll let that be seen once it's perfect. And we are slowly beginning to realize that there is no such thing as perfectionism. Remember, you've heard me say before that progress is perfection. And so when we chase perfectionism, it can very often and in a lot of cases really results in us procrastinating. Us feeling that we're not up for the challenge, that in itself is procrastination. Um, because if we don't feel we're able, if we don't have that sense of drive, that sense of motivation, that sense of of desire to do more, to be more, to do better, to be better, well, then we're going to procrastinate. Low energy levels, even honestly, just think about it on a physical level. The times when you're just feeling under the weather, the times when you're exhausted, the times when you have no energy, of course, that's connected to procrastination. Of course it is. And then also there's the inability to connect with our future selves. So if we can't see the person we want to become, the thing we want to have, if we can't see ourselves having that or being that person, if we're unable to see it, then that is going to lead us to procrastination. The opposite then, of course, is true, that if we can see it, if we can imagine and visualize and picture ourselves being what we want to be, having what we want to have, then that is going to inspire us and propel us forward. So not to oversimplify it, but conquering procrastination begins with realizing, first of all, that you're doing it. And instead of beating yourself up about what is a very common problem, Try and just investigate a little bit more deeply just what's causing it and also when and where it began. When you understand the reasons behind your behavior, and this applies to everything, when we understand the reasons behind why we do what we do, we have a much better chance at uncovering the right strategy to manage it and overcome it. So four quick tips to overcome procrastination. And these tips can help work through some of the difficult emotions that might stop you from getting things done. The first, smaller achievable steps and immediate rewards. Now, you're far more likely to achieve something new if it feels achievable and if it doesn't feel too overwhelming. So break your goals down into much smaller and more doable tasks. This will really help you to connect with the desired outcome and it makes it much more likely that you're going to commit to doing what's required exactly when it's required. Also make sure that when you do achieve what you need to, that you reward yourself. 
that the reward you give yourself having completed something is immediate and in the present moment. I promise you that works magic. And it doesn't have to be something big. I'm not saying, you know, go into Brown Thomas and get yourself a nice designer handbag just because you, you know, finished a, a project on time. But it could be going out and having a nice lunch. It could be a uh, buying a very nice bottle of wine. It could be buying yourself a, a lovely little bottle of perfume. You know, you know what, what a reward feels like and looks like to you. The second tip in overcoming procrastination is to acknowledge that awareness heals. And similar to all the other coping strategies that I talk about, procrastination happens subconsciously and we may not even be aware that we're doing it. In a lot of cases, we aren't aware that we're doing it. We might be aware that we're procrastinating, but we're not always aware as to why, what's caused it and how to overcome it. So how can you disrupt your cycle of procrastination if you don't even know that you're doing it in the first place? You first become aware of it. Observe and notice. And when you're in the midst of doing it, you're far more likely then the next time to procrastinate a little bit less because you'll know what you're doing. So just try that. Try it and see how, how, it, how it feels and how it works for you. Number three, it's to echo a previous point, but you need to release the need to be perfect. And I mean, I've heard procrastination being described as perfectionism in disguise. And it is. It absolutely is. The problem with this is that perfectionism is often considered as something desirable and that it's always good to aim for perfection. But the truth is that it's not, because as I said earlier, there's no such thing as perfection. So by going after something that doesn't exist, you're doomed to always feeling disappointed. You'll always feel like you're failing. You'll forever feel like you're failing. Chasing perfectionism, therefore, perpetuates procrastination. So what would happen if you choose to let go of the chase and recognize progress itself as perfection? Tip number four, engage some self-compassion. Now, this might sound basic, but if you want to overcome procrastination and feel much better about yourself overall, then start by giving yourself a break. It's really okay, and it's not at all unusual to make mistakes, to feel embarrassed, or even to fail. So when you do, just be nicer to yourself. Treat yourself exactly the way you would a friend and practice forgiving yourself as you would a friend, even when you make mistakes. Life is, it's about nothing but learning and evolving. And the only real way to learn is to make mistakes and to grow for them. Whereas if we're constantly chasing perfection, we're constantly beating ourselves up, we're not showing ourselves compassion, then of course, the cycle of procrastination is going to continue. There are so many different little tricks that you can employ to help you get past your procrastinating ways. But the truth is, if something needs to be done, it needs to be done. So my honest advice, and of course, this is what I would say, but it is to grab the nettle. Prepare a, re a reward for yourself when you've done it. And then always put your focus or place your focus on how your future self is going to thank you. And she most definitely will. So I'll sign off with this little quote from an American author, uh, Thomas Villard. If you have goals and you have procrastination, you have nothing. 
If, on the other hand, you have goals and you have action, you can have anything. So good luck with your procrastinating ways. Good luck with recognizing it. And just be kinder to yourself. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I also just wanted to let you know that my new five-week self-study program, The Change Accelerator, is now available. Sometimes we want change, but the commitment to work with somebody on a one-to-one basis might just seem a little overwhelming. You might want to do it your own pace, in your own way. This five-week self-study program is going to empower and inspire you to create change with greater confidence. Does any of this sound like you? You're stuck, you've been thinking of making changes and have wanted to change for the longest time, but it hasn't happened. You're fed up watching everyone around you embrace change, make strides forward, and yet you're still where you always are. You've tried to change several times in the past. Sometimes you almost made it to the end and often you didn't even get off the starting block. So you go back to where you were, to where feels safest and most familiar. And you decide the change is not for you, at least not for now. If any of this does sound like you, then this programme will be ideal to give you that gentle prod that you need to get you started on your journey of change. Think of it like having the most supportive friend walking alongside you, providing you with all the tools that you're going to need to change. Rebuilding your confidence, holding you accountable, reminding you how much you deserve this and helping you feel utterly safe as you go. To find out more about this programme, just email me on neveatnevenis.com or go to nevenis.com forward slash accelerator. You'll also see a lot more about this on my social media channels. So do pop in there too. Speak to you all soon.